Thanks for tuning in to the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, a licensed mental health therapist, bringing you practical tips to improve your mental health. If you are new here, welcome. Please subscribe. And if you like what you hear here, you can leave me a glowing review. I upload new episodes every Monday. And when you subscribe, you are the first to be notified. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Restorative Family so that you have more than one way to be a part of the Rise Tribe. Today's episode, we are discussing ways to stop seeking the approval of others. Before we get into it, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, it is perfectly normal when we post something on social media to check in on our comments, see how many likes we got, see who's sharing our content. It's common to ask for our partners or friends' opinions about our wardrobe. Hey, how does this outfit look? Do I look fat in this? How's my hair? How's my makeup? You know, even when we have like job opportunities, it's good to see, you know, is this a good opportunity? What do you think about this? We may ask our parents advice on parenting, relationships, just regular life, you know, what have you. Allowing others to provide you counsel and insight is healthy and helps us make balanced decisions. It's when seeking others' approval becomes a habit and is used as a mean to boost our lacking confidence is when it starts to get a little concerning. All right. And that's something that we need to look at. And that's what we're where our focus is going to be on today. You know, here's why it's not healthy to base our self-esteem and confidence on others. Right. We give up control. We give up control over our own ability or internal self-esteem. Right. The locus of control of the self must be internal. So self-esteem is exactly that. It's an internal feeling. It's an internal understanding of yourself. It's an internal appreciation of yourself. And if we start putting that on other people, then we're now in balance. And now we're constantly seeking others approval because it makes us feel good about ourselves. We can also not expect others to meet needs that we cannot meet. So it's kind of unfair. Like if we're not meeting our own needs, to say that we're going to hold others to our expectations that we can't even meet, right? And there is no better expert on you than you. You've spent the most time with yourself. You know what your thoughts are. You know your emotions. You know all of those. You know, our thoughts lead to our emotions, which lead to our behavior. So that much power cannot be trusted in the hands of someone else, right? 
Constantly looking for others to make you feel good about yourself is exhausting to them as well, right? It's putting a lot of pressure on them. Now, every time, you know, they're with you, they have to be your cheerleader. They have to make you feel good. And that's a lot of pressure for someone. And that could be draining and exhausting. And people may not want to hang out with you because of that. Right. Um, the other thing is your, your self-esteem actually gets worse if you are constantly chasing others approval. Right. Because you're not walking around with this internal sense that you're awesome, but you're looking for other people to tell you that. And if they don't tell you that, then you might start overthinking. You might start ruminating in your mind. Oh, why don't they think I'm great? Why didn't they give me a compliment? You know, and then it just it just leads to a cycle of depression, anxiety. And you might come across others who might be critical and give you some bad news or give you some some judgment or just say something negative. And because you really seek and, and put a lot into what other people think, that can send you in a downward spiral as well. All right. So when we stop looking for approval and start trusting ourselves, amazing things can happen. And let me tell you what happens when you shift the approval from the external to the internal when you stop looking for approval here's what happens number one you become more attractive people often are attracted to confidence people want to be in your presence number two you start attracting healthier people who are good to you and good for you. So because you're vibrating at a higher frequency, you're now on the same frequency as other healthy people and you're going to attract those in relationships, you're gonna attract business opportunities, friendships, things of that nature. Number three, you become the source of your own happiness. And it starts to overflow. So your bucket is filled up because you're doing things that, you know, sets your soul on fire and you're feeling good about yourself and happy within yourself that it just overflows the people around you. You have all this love to give because you have been doing the work and making sure that you are taking care of yourself. Number four is you become more confident. And confidence, having confidence is like a superpower because when you become more confident, you're more likely to take risks. You're more likely to go after opportunities. You are more likely to ward off mental illness like anxiety, depression. You're more able to put an effort in areas which, you know, catapult you to higher status in life. So being confident is a superpower. All right. Number five is you are more likely to crush your goals. When you stop seeking approval from other people, you start looking within and you start planning and figuring out a path to get your goals met. Number six, you protect yourself against depression and anxiety because you have a inward knowing of hey, this is what I need to do to stay healthy. This is what I need to do. You're more confident. Things are going well in your life because you have set healthy boundaries. So other people are not controlling your emotions. Number seven is you set healthy boundaries and have better, healthier relationships. All right. So someone's bad day doesn't become your bad day. You don't take on more than your fair share group projects or other relationships. So when we stop seeking others' approval, our life just kind of opens up. Yeah? If that sounds good to you and you want in on how to stop looking for others' approval, 
you're in luck. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you what you're looking for. That's uh, from Kevin Hart's comedy special. So if you guys did not get that joke, go to YouTube after this podcast and look up Kevin Hart reference YouTube gun compartment because he does this whole funny skit. So anywho. All right. So here's what we can do to stop seeking others approvals. One, I want you to befriend yourself. Be a good friend to yourself. Treat yourself like you would treat a good friend, right? A good friend gives advice. They have trust and loyalty in that relationship. So I want you to have self-trust, self-loyalty, right? So I want you to really befriend yourself, right? And that means not allowing other people to tell you who you are, but you have an knowing of who you are and what it is that you want to accomplish. And, you know, what things when you're up against new tasks, right? And you get that urge to seek someone's approval. I want you to trust yourself, trust your own judgment. Does this fit where I want to be? The person that I'm becoming, does this fit my goal? and trust yourself and make that decision. Number two is I want you to affirm yourself by speaking words of encouragement and positivity into your life, into your world, right? So be mindful of how you're speaking to yourself, the words that you're using, right? Because if you create a positive environment around your goals, around the person that you want to become, it up levels your chances of accomplishing those goals because you're encouraging yourself and you're talking yourself through that and you're giving yourself that motivation that you need rather than looking for others to motivate and buy into your goals and your life plan. Number three is show up authentically, right? You bring your core values and your uniqueness into every domain. Don't change just because you're with your work friends don't change just because you're in this relationship don't change because you know you're around someone who has a different opinion don't change because your friends don't like this show up authentically give people an opportunity to see who you really are what's important to you what your core values are and the things that make you unique you might have a skill set or a gift that the friend group needs to you know, uh, spice things up or to begin thinking differently. So really wanting you to show up in your authentic self across domains. Number four is understand that rejection is sometimes protection. Sometimes when people reject us, it is a good thing. It may not feel good at the time, but it might be a good thing because you're sifting these people out like a, a colander, like you're sifting these people out of your life because they don't align. They don't align with you. So if they reject you because you're being authentic or they reject you because you're going out for a certain thing or or you believe a certain way or you have certain convictions, those are not your tribe. And don't try to, you know, make things fit that don't fit. So if you're rejected, it could be a protection for you because sometime down the line, it's going to inevitably hurt you if you are constantly being rejected, if your your thoughts are being rejected, your values are being uh, rejected, your uniqueness is being rejected, um, any ideas that you have are being rejected, you're going to be less authentic. You're going to be less of yourself. So rejection is protection. You want to align yourself with people who are like-minded, people who will be supportive, people who will be open-minded and receptive. 
All right. So number five is be selective. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and not everybody deserves access to you. So you want to surround yourself, like I said, with like-minded individuals, individuals who you value and who value you. So you get an opportunity to be selective because you can't possibly give the same level of access to everyone. So being selective to who you have in your inner circle uh, and who you spend your time with. Number six, celebrate your uniqueness. We mentioned uniqueness before, but celebrate that. Everybody has a different set of strengths and gifts and and weaknesses and just things that make us unique. And that actually adds to the wonder of the world. You know, if we were all the same, we would be pretty boring. Like we would already know what's going to happen. And, you know, every day would be boring. But when you start to celebrate your uniqueness, you start to love and like those things about you that kind of sets you apart. And it makes you unique in your friend group. It makes you unique in job opportunities. It makes, you know, if you own a business, it makes the way you run your business unique. Um, If you're in a relationship, it definitely adds some depth to that relationship because you're bringing your uniqueness into that. So really celebrate your uniqueness and and try not to just conform to what everyone else is doing and how everybody else is doing it. All right, and which leads me to number seven, which is never, never compare yourself to others. Now, if we're celebrating our uniqueness, we understand that we are all different, right? So In order to compare, you're comparing similarities, you're comparing, you know, but we're not the same. We're all different. We all have our strengths. We all have our talents. And so if you're celebrating your uniqueness, I want you to not compare yourself to others. You can definitely measure your own success, but we are not trying to be like others. You want to be the best version of yourself. So you should be utilizing yourself as the metric. Am I better than I was yesterday? Am I improving? Am I moving in the right direction? Am I better than I was last year? Am I moving toward my goals? But again, we do not want to compare ourselves to others because we're different. Number eight, agree to disagree. And this is part of understanding boundaries, right? And understanding our uniqueness. Not everybody's going to do things the same way. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody are, are going to value the things that you value. So value others' opinions, you know, understand that everyone else has an opinion, but understand that different opinions is okay. In your life, you get to choose which way you go. You're the driver in this seat. You're the MVP on this team. So while you may get other people's opinions and other people's counsel, at the end of the day, you get to decide which direction you want your life to go in. And if someone has a different degree, you don't have to keep arguing, going back and forth with them at nauseum. You can just say, okay, let's agree to disagree because I'm going to hold on to my opinion and you obviously have a different opinion, but let's be respectful and agree to disagree. Number nine is don't judge others. Now, you know, this is about not seeking the approval of others, but a lot of times we fear being judged because we're judgmental. 
So we have to look at our own toxicity. We have to look at our own behavior, hold ourselves accountable, right? So if we get that urge to judge other people, we need to be empathetic and say, you know, it did feel good when we were judged. So let's try to be less judgmental. That way we can lay down the burden of feeling judged or fearing judgment because we're putting out what we want to receive. Okay. Number 10 is set healthy boundaries. And this is healthy boundaries, whether it is physical, emotional, intellectual, you know, set healthy boundaries. If you know you have someone in your life who's overly critical, maybe not share the things that you think they may criticize you about. If you have someone who is toxic and likes to use your pain against you, maybe not share those things. So you get to decide what's a healthy boundary. But if someone is being toxic, less is is more in those uh, instances. So here's what I want to leave you with. You know, getting insight and counsel is healthy. We all want to be affirmed and accepted by others, but this should not be the foundation of our self-esteem. When we are seeking others' approvals to make us feel good about ourselves, it is inevitable that will leave us disappointed because our self-esteem is an inside job. Do the work and watch your life change before your eyes when you're doing the intern work. Until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.